I vår allerdyrebareste Herres och i vår frälsares Jesu namn. In the name of our most precious name, Savior, in the name of Jesus. Så ska vi fortsätta ända i den nådens välsignade stund. We are going to continue in this blessed time of grace. Med någon på Guds ord. With a few words of God. Vi har allerede fått värde omkring Guds ord. And we have already been gathered around God's word. Vi har orsak och tacka vår kära himmelske fader. And we have reason to thank our loving Heavenly Father uh, that in peace and freedom we are able to gather around his word. But on this occasion I also recognize that I do not want to stand here alone. Men jag tror så gott om er alla. But I believe so well of all of you. Att det förmår också att bära mig på bönens arm. That you will also carry me on the arms of prayer. Om vi har orsak att be om Gud också vill öppna ordets dörr för mig. And we have reason to pray that God will open the door of his word to me. Om det är mer eller om det är mindre. Whether it be greater amount or lesser att det måste bli oss till välsignelse that it would be a blessing for us framför allt and before above all things till Guds lovpris och ära to the praise and honor and glory of God Vad är tänkt att vi ska försöka läsa samman ifrån Hebrebrevet I have thought of reading from the Hebrews epistle från det 11:e kapitel ifrån det 23:e Vers och till och med det trettionde. From the eleventh chapter, beginning with the twenty-third verse and concluding with the thirty-second. Och vi läser som vi sa i detta Jesu namn. And we read as we said in the name of Jesus. Det troble Moses efter sin födsel hållt skjult i tre månader av sina föräldrar för de så att barnet var vaket och de fruktade inte för kongens befallning. Vi tror näktet Moses när han var blivit stor och kallades fara av statusen. Och han valde heller att lida ont sammen med Guds folk än att ha syndens timelige nytelse. Då han aktes Kristi försmedelse för större rikdom än Egyptens skatter, för han så hen till lönnen. Vi tror förlot han Egypten utan att frykte för kongens vrede, för han hållt fast vid det usynliga som om han så ham. Petro holdt han påsken og blodsbestenkelsen for at ikke ødeleggeren skulle røre ved deres første fødder. Petro gikk de gjennom det røde hav som på tørt land, men da Egyptene forsøkte de druknet i. Petro falt Jerikos murer da de hadde gått omkring dem i syv dager. Petro omkom ikke kjøken Rahab med de vantroen da hun hadde tatt imot speidene med fred. Og hva skal jeg mer si? Tiden vil ikke strekke til om jeg skulle fortelle om Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jefta, om David, Samuel og profetene. Amen. By faith Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents, because they saw he was a proper child, and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. By faith Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God 
than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had rest, respect unto the recompense of the reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Through faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of the blood, lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea, as by dry land, which the Egyptians essaying to do were drowned. By faith the walls of Jericho fell down, after that they were compassed about seven days. By faith the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believed when she received the spies with peace. And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah, of David also and Samuel and of the prophets. Amen. Ja, detta var ditt ord, helige far. Helige du oss i sannheten. Ditt ord är evig sannhet. This is thy holy word, holy father. Sanctify us through thy truth. Thy word is eternal truth. Detta är elfte kapitlet av Hebrebrevet. And this 11th chapter in the Hebrews letter den talar om troen och hur den virker. It speaks about faith and how it is effective. Och troen är en så förunderlig ting. And faith is such an amazing thing. Att med det naturliga ögat kan vi inte se den. That we cannot see it with the natural eyes. Och vi hörde allerede det föregående om den levande tro. And uh, we heard already in the previous message about living faith. Och inledningsvis här i det elfte kapitlet så säger han. And here in the opening verse in the eleventh chapter it is written. Uh, troen är en fast beståndighet som hoppas en fast övervisning om det som inte ses. That faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. For vid den fick de gamla vittnesbörd. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Och aposteln säger också. And the apostle also says. Vår tro är den seger som ska övervinna världen. That our faith is the victory that is going to overcome the world. Och då förstår vi att det inte är något som är nära oss själva. And therefore we understand and that it is not something that we possess of ourselves. And we also heard here earlier that faith is not something that we ourselves have been able to take. But it is a gift that we have received from God through faith by the power of the Holy Spirit. And now we will endeavor by that grace that God this evening will give Försök att följa lite med av troens gärningar som har skett där i det gamla testamentet också. We are going to look at some of the works of faith that took place in the Old Testament. Och vi började här om när vi tror blev Moses efter sin födsel skjult i tre månader av sina föräldrar. And we will begin here first with that we read by faith 
when Moses was born, he was hid three months of his parents. Because they saw that he was a proper child and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. And here it is spoken of, of how it can be in a Christian home and how it should be if God will give grace thereunto. And we see that fortunate family here, the family of Moses, but a very a difficult time came for the people of God. And we know that the people of God have gone through many tribulations throughout the ages. But also through faith they have been able to overcome even in these trials. And it has also been written concerning the freedom of faith that came in the time of the martyrs. That as long as they were in this martyrdom time, then Christianity prospered. And we know that they didn't find that strength in their flesh and blood. Uh, but it was by means of faith and that living and eternal hope. And now in this home, after the king there in Egypt had given this terrible command, uh, we see that the parents uh, refused uh, to part with the child. Uh, Oh, but then according to the commandment of God, they made that little basket. And they placed it there in the water or by the river in great hope toward God. And, and certainly they were in great prayer to their dear Heavenly Father. And the hearts of parents are also the same today concerning their own children. And uh, it can happen that the hearts of the children are open so wide that they will also weep. And we see how fortunately this also went. That uh, Moses' sister Miriam, she, she followed that basket or that little ark there at the edge of the river. And so in this we also see the care or the concern of a family, the sister here as an example. And it is 
is not only that which is uh, the bond that we have through the blood, but these were God's people. And that faith, that, uh, that love that also comes from God, oh, that that lo love would also rule in our hearts in this time in which we live. And we have reason to pray to God that he would shed abroad that love in our hearts. One time I, I asked an elder servant of God, a brother in faith, how was it with love? He said he had nothing. And I had thought that possibly he had a little bit. But he said he had nothing. And this was a great teaching to me. That in our natural man there is no love to be found. And everything there is evil. And there is our closest enemy. The devil, the world, and our own corrupted flesh. I do not need to go into the yard of a neighbor to search for the enemy. And it is uh, so close to us that it is inside our clothing. And when I consider my Christian life, even though it has many times been imperfect, I was very young when I came to faith. And I have found out who is my greatest enemy throughout all of these years. That it is, that it is my own flesh and blood. And my own intellect. But we need to do as the Apostle Paul says. That we would take the intellect captive under the power of faith. And we remember that when the daughter of Pharaoh came down to the river to bathe. Then the watchful eye of Miriam followed. And here we see that the prayer came into fulfillment. And she ran and asked if she could find a nursemaid for the child. And so he received that possibility or that opportunity to grow up there in the home. We talked today about the seven good and the seven bad uh, we spoke today uh, of the seven good years and of the seven poor years. And an old preacher one time explained the seven good years and the seven evil years. And Luther also speaks of these things. The seven good years are the first years of are the good years Oh, and, and 
as far as our children are concerned, the seven first years are very important as far as what we plant or instill in them. Vi är så så länge vi är små. We are so fortunate as long as we are small or young. Then we do not have difficulty in being able to believe that which our parents tell us from the Bible. I have not been a, a good father. But I do remember when the children were little. When they sat before me and I read them the, the, the stories from the Bible. And uh, the eyes of the children were so so uh, big. Or, and it was though, though they, they were so amazed by, by what they heard. That is it really true that God has been able to do such great things for his people. But they also come those seven lean years. When the human reason begins to work within a person. And that is when the enemy then begins to work. Uh, for that reason, it is important that we have received this balance in the early years. And this we also see with Moses. And here is a secret that was taught there at home. Because we know that he was when he was given back to the palace of Pharaoh. And there he was able to learn many things that he did not like. Because, or for that reason, as we said, that there was a balance that he had been given. And in his young heart he concluded that he would rather suffer for a short time together with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season or the, uh, of Egypt. And, and first we said that it was faith that gave him the strength to do this. And, and by means of faith a person can obtain amazing things. And it was this that Moses was able to see through this living faith that he possessed. Because it says here that he saw unto the recompense of the reward. And already in those young, young years he saw forward or looked forward to the goal. And from whence had he obtained that teaching? That it is certain that he had learned it at home. After those days of trial there in the land of Egypt, then there came a totally different day. Because there is the Sabbath rest that awaits the people of God. 
wouldn't do. Um, and early in his years, he had been he had received the strength to be able to look beyond those years. Think when the the youth and the children are able to look forward to the reward. And therefore, an old preacher said to me when he lay upon his deathbed. Speak much about heaven to the people and to the children. So that they understand and that they have a longing for it. If no one tells me that I have something to long for, what should I then long for? Therefore, Luther said that we should always speak about the reward that is awaiting the people of God. And if we just take a natural picture, uh, the, the more that we have paid, we have heard about uh, covetousness. And, because, and then we wait for the, the day when we will receive the payment uh, because it is great. And how much more should it not be as far as the heavenly reward is concerned? When the devil, the world, and our own sinful flesh no longer trouble us, when the new man is freed from the old man and it is able to go in or to fly into a warmer climate in another world and sit upon, upon the branches of the vine namely the Lord Jesus Christ the tree of life there at home in heaven. And oh, if this could be made clear to our hearts, that it could come, uh, that it could affect our hearts. Uh, as we also mentioned here one of these days, that they took... Uh, Oh, a taste, yes, of the land of Canaan while they were there in the wilderness. Uh, when the heavenly or the, the glorious fruit was brought out into the wilderness from the land of, of Canaan. That land that flowed with milk and honey. Which he promised to Abraham and to the fathers. And this is a picture of the heavenly land of Canaan. And if it was important for them to be re, be able to taste of the natural land of Canaan, how much more necessary isn't it for us to be able to taste of the fruit of the heavenly Canaan land? Uh, so that this precious gospel would be to our joy and praise as we heard in the previous preaching, yeah, and that joy it would be is 
would be in the Holy Spirit. Det var det som gav Moses kraft. It is that which gave Moses the strength. Och men så stod det här vidare. And it is written here further. Och uh, om Gud gör oss nåde så ska vi och fira dessa dagar. Uh, so that if God would give us grace, we'll as we celebrate these days. Och vi ska fortsätta efter 28 verset. Uh, we continue from the 28th verse. Och vi tror hållt den påsken och blodsbestänkelsen. And through faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of the blood. And it is written also in the same Hebrews epistle that without the shedding of blood there is no remission of sins. Therefore they also received the command there in the land of Egypt that they were to slay that Passover lamb and that is a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that his blood would be uh, sprinkled upon the doorposts. And if it is uh, if, if it is placed upon the doorposts of our hearts, and that takes place by means of faith, so it is here written that it was by faith that they kept the Passover and uh, into that heart then that the destroyer could not come in and in that house the destroyer could not enter because the devil flees from the blood and that is why it is important that the voice of the blood could be heard in the Lord's Zion and uh, we remember as children and youth when we went to the prayer house and how often those old preachers would walk there in Gethsemane and to Golgotha and they would say that the blood of Jesus did not flow there just that it would dry upon the ground there in Palestine but to cleanse our hearts from our sins uh, and there is anything that cleanses here upon the earth that can cleanse so brightly or white as the blood of Jesus and this we also see in the book of Revelation uh, those who were clothed in those long white robes they had washed them in the blood of the Lamb and therein was their purity or their cleanness and there is no other medium by which sin can be cleansed than the blood of Jesus and his high and holy name. And here it is written further. And by faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land. And here we also see a picture of the power of faith. And here the power of God also comes forth. And possibly there are those who have been there to that place where the where the Egypt the children uh, uh, 
passed over. Ja, Guds ord fortæller oss også det. And God's word speaks of it. At når de kom ned til havet efter dem, at de begitte sig ut i Egypten. That when they came down to the sea after they had been led out of Egypt. Det var høje berg på begge sider. There were high mountains on both sides. Og havet fremfor. And the sea was before them. Og Farao havde angret at han havde sluppet ut dem. And Pharaoh had regretted that he had let them go. For han kunne se at Farao havde nærmet sig. And they could see that the hosts of Pharaoh were following them. And also it is when the enemy of the soul sees that there is a soul that is repentant. He will work to the last to try to take away the strength from such a soul. But we see as with the prophet. Lord, do thou convert me and I shall be converted. We are unable to convert ourselves. There are so many that say that they have sought for God. And they have been in meetings with Jesus. But I believe that it is the other way. That it is God who has sought for us. And not we, but we have fled from him as we with Adam and Eve. And there, there was this great need or, or problem at the Red Sea. And if you have come here, my awakened friend, this evening, and within, there is a desire to make a true repentance. But there are so many hindrances that are before you. And then the devil comes as he came to me before I received the grace of repentance. That you will lose all of your friends. And it is not possible to live as a Christian in this time in which we live. But if we want to know who can really be fortunate here on this earth. Who can have a fortunate childhood. And who can have a fortunate youth? Who can have a fortunate uh, marriage and uh, a middle age? And who can have a fortunate old age if not a child of God? The Apostle Paul says, Rejoice in the Lord, and again I say rejoice. And so in this time we can rejoice in the Lord. Oh, has the sun, moon gone down before the sun in this time in which we live? And that means that the carnal intellect has come in between or before the, the sun. So that we are not able to, uh, to rejoice more than we ourselves understand. Uh, if it goes poorly today, Oh, and then we are we have a, a poor sense of, of um, uh, how would I say that? Mine. But if it goes if we prosper more, then we have a better humor. Yeah. 
And there our faith is built upon that which we ourselves feel. And that we and that which we understand. But we should uh, endeavor to read what both Luther and Lestadia say in regard to such a faith. They say that it is a dead faith. But a living faith in the power of the Holy Spirit. Then we have that experience that the greatest tribulations and even when we have fallen into sin we have also received strength to rise again so that we are able to rejoice in the Lord. And uh, all of us, both young and old, have reason to rejoice in the Lord that we have been born in such a place and at such a time that we have been able to hear the living word of God and have been born among the children of God. And uh, the word of God shows us uh, through the prophet about the horses that go out. That was Zacharias the prophet. And the horses that went toward the Northland. That I will allow my spirit to rest upon the Northland in the last time. And the entire New Testament time is the last time. And there has been faith uh, that has gone as far as the Northland. And your forefathers who have lived have come here, they have brought it with them across that North Sea. And so we see that the kingdom of God has come here to you. And I have been given that grace that I have been able to travel around here in the land of America. And I have uh, to see as Rata has said uh, that the wine the vine trees long branches are, have been able to stretch all the way across the waters so that we can sit by that same vine tree both uh, in uh, here in America and in the, the Northland there in the same faith and in the same Christianity cleansed in the blood of the Lamb uh, as sinners. And as we see, said uh, that at this sea, uh, if there is an awakened friend who has come here tonight, uh, it, is not, it does not... Uh, it isn't possible to repent or that because there are so many things that hinder uh, that you begin uh, to add these things up and say it, it isn't possible. And I believe that they also came uh, through this knowledge there at the Red Sea. Have you led us out here just to die in the wilderness? 
<laughs> the uh, mountains are, in either, on, are on either side. The sea is before us and the enemy is behind us. No possibility. But what happened? And it went against all the laws of nature. And it goes against all human understanding. And it was uh, only an opening that God could make and still is. He gave Moses a command. Stretch out your staff across the water. And there a way was opened that is hidden to the self-righteous. And as we have already said, it is contrary to our own understanding. And it says that the ways of God are beyond all un uh, human understanding. And it it is powerful to be able to preserve the heart and the thoughts in Christ Jesus. And so we see that it was not by the power of the multitude of the Israelites that they were able to cross the sea. And look at uh, God's long-suffering. It was certainly not so easy to go to, to the uh, bottom of the sea. 300,000 men, not counting the women and the children. There must have been many who needed help, old ones who need to be supported. There were certainly many children that were carried through there. And the, spirit, the children of Israel had such a spirit that none should be left behind, and that all of us must cross. And it is the will of God the Father. God does not have the pleasure of the death of any sinner. But that all should uh, repent and, uh, be, and live. But little children, you all see that you also were there. And uh, there you were on, on the Father's back. And further. And when they uh, came across, reached the other side, then God gave the command to Moses, then also to stretch his staff across the water. And the, the hosts of Egypt were in the middle of the sea. And this is a picture of the enemy of the soul and the sin that also is always with us. And uh, the sea cast itself upon them. And it is also possible for you this evening, my seeking friend, that uh, the uh, sea of grace is able to cover all of your sins. And none of the Egyptians lived through this. Therefore, the apostle says, uh, at that time they believed, and they were victorious 
through the Holy Spirit. Så när man har den troen och den helgonen. And when they have faith and faith and the Holy Spirit. Så är alla synder inte bara lyft men alla sänkt i nådens hav. So then not only are all sins lifted but they are sunk in the sea of grace. Det kan vi se med rövaren på korset. And this we can see with the thief on the cross. När han erkände sin synd. When he acknowledged his sin. Sannolikt sannolikt säger det idag. Verily verily I say unto you this day. Idag ska du få vara med mig ut i paradiset. Today you shall be with me in paradise. Han hade inte möjlighet till att reparera eller lägga bort det han hade som stod han till hinder. He did not have any possibility to restore his wrong or to come from the cross. Och det är inte för att inte vi ska bekänna våra synder vi lär oss. And it is not that we should not confess our sins. För det vi alltid blir lärt och det är det Guds ord. Because this we always want to teach, and that is what the Word of God teaches. Men det är med övren på korset lär det oss. But the robber on the cross teaches us. Så tycker den villfarelsen får komma in i kristendomen. So that that deceitfulness would not enter into Christianity. Så vi blir saliga bara på synsbekännelsen. So that we would depend only upon the confession of our sins. Och det ska du veta att det är inte bara vi, vi Guds barn som har synsbekännelsen. And we know that it is not only we, children of God, who have the confession of sin. Det är många som har synsbekännelsen. There are many who who have the confession of sin. Men om man blir nå samtal om troens rätt för But if we begin to speak of the righteousness which is by faith, that is something that is strange to them. Therefore, it is first true, and thereafter fruit in them. And therefore, it is first faith, and thereafter the fruit of faith. So, it is going to be no root in Christendom in the newest times that we live in. So that there would not be any kind of a root in Christianity in these last times in which we live. Oh, I will not say this for that I have not the sins beginners. And I am not saying. And I am not saying. Saying this because I reject the confession of sin. Understand me rightly. So, so, ingen misförståelse blir det. So that there will not be any misunderstanding. Men det kom en in i sakristiet till Estadus som ville bekänna sina synder. That there came one person into the sacristy to confess his sins. There were Estadius was. Det har det är säkert läst lika mycket som mig. You have probably read just as much as I have. En som ville bekänna sin synd som jag sa. In there was this one who wanted to confess his sin. And he was very zealous to have to be able to lay this aside. And Lestadius said to him, "Stop! That is enough today. You can come again tomorrow and confess the rest of them." How could he dare to do such? How could he have done so if he would have? Suppose he had died in the night. Then what? Men han denne visdom som har gett han. But the wisdom that was given to him. Så att denne mannen la sin salighet på sin bekännelse. Saw that that man was placing his salvation in his confession. Därför fick han alltid begynnelse av sin kristendom men det här förklarat. And he was able then through this. To have the beginning of his Christianity clarified or made clearer. Jag vet att i för allt från gammal tid så hade även försökt på allt möjligt. And I know that from old times the devil has tried in all all possibilities. 
And I have also been asked this question when I have traveled around and in mission work. That is it true that you have the foundation to your salvation in the confession of your sin? And I have answered in this way. Uh, no, not we, but possibly everyone else. I do not know. Uh, oh, but there is, that is uh, faulty to uh, build upon that kind of a foundation. There is only one foundation that has been laid. And we take as a picture the one who built his house upon a rock. And the one that built upon the sand. When the storms came, the house that was built upon the rock, it stood. Even though the doctrines of the winds of doctrine blow uh, in every direction. And who is that rock? The Lord Jesus Christ. And also when Jesus gave the keys to Peter. He asked who do men say that I the son of man am? After the others had answered, then Peter said, Thou art Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said to him, You are Peter. But then take notice of what he says. Upon this rock I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And uh, it has, there are those that teach that the, the church was built upon Peter. Do you believe that we would have the Christianity if, you had been, if it had been built upon a man? Would man, we? man but it was built upon Peter's confession. Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. And against this, the ports of the, the ports of, uh, portals of hell cannot prevail. And it is this uh, that uh, that we are going to celebrate the day that is coming. That we will see on uh, resurrection morning. Morning, Easter morning. Uh, that the ports of the the uh, portals of hell have not overpowered. Uh, because from the cross he went to hell. And spoke to the spirits which were in prison in the days of Noah. But he rose again unto our perfect uh, resurrection. As Peter said. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has begotten us again unto a living hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Uh, but we shall speak more of this if God gives grace when the day of, of resurrection comes. And now when all of the enemies were gone, they began to thank God uh, who had saved them.
It says in regard to that song, and the old people used to say, the song of the Red Sea is the song of the Lamb. And that will be sung at the wedding feast of the Lamb. And we also sing in a beautiful song. Can you sing the new song? The, the song that we have learned here below. And how have we learned it? Uh, when it has been made clear to us in our hearts that we have become partakers of uh, the living gospel. So a new song locked in our mind. Then this new song has been placed in our mouths. And I remember well from my days of youth how this song was often heard in the uh, in the congregation. When they thanked and praised God for the great grace. That all of their sins were of their sins were now forgiven. And it, they were as uh, the bird that has been loosed from the snow, the from the snare of the fowler. Uh, they were no longer the slaves of sin. And uh, as and it was with the children of Israel that they were no longer slaves there on the shore. Uh, but the way had been open to the to the promised land. And there would be much to speak about as far as their wilderness journey is concerned, but the time will not reach that far. Uh, but here we see in the 29th verse that it speaks of the end of their journey. And by faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, which the Egyptians are saying to, to, to do were drowned. And then it says further that by faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days. And we heard today as the brother spoke of the fall of the walls of Jericho. And what strength was it by which the walls of Jericho fell down? Uh, was it the uh, strength of the hosts of the Israelite children? No, it was God's strength. No, it was by the power of God. And it is the same strength that is going to make it possible for us to enter into the land of Canaan. And now during Easter, there are those times when the power of God is a time when the power of God is revealed. That power which awakened Jesus from the dead it shall also awaken us on the last day. When the archangel blows the last trumpet and uh, the heaven is opened to the, by the angels and the, and the angels descend from heaven in the company of Michael and they come then in order to separate the wheat from the chaff. 
And these heavenly guests have such eyes uh, so that we don't have to be afraid that we are in any faulty place. And those men who, who, uh, who will divide, who will be coming from heaven, they have other eyes than we have. It will be as one old person said to me there in Norway. Uh, he asked, Ralph, have you heard the last news? That they have begun with the spirit of sorting already here in time. So that God would have a little less work on the last day. And uh, we... We, and we don't we don't believe of ourselves. Oh, so little of ourselves. We try we believe too much about our of ourselves. We believe too much of ourselves if we believe that we have the ability to begin that sorting already here. And what does Luther say in regard to these things? There are three great wonders when he speaks of those who will be saved and who will not be saved. Those that I believed should be there were not in heaven. And those that should be uh, not be there according to my thinking they were there. And the greatest and the third wonder was that he was able to see Martin Luther in heaven. He had a living knowledge of sin. And these three great wonders uh, are, should still be here before us in this time. And we should be entirely convinced that no one is going to enter into heaven who has not been cleansed in the blood of the Lamb. And in the name of Jesus had received the forgiveness of his sins. Uh, they will never um, uh, make take Oh, they will never uh, make a wrong decision. And then, as we read earlier, uh, further, by faith the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believed not. Uh, this was a woman who was not very highly regarded. But she believed that Israel was going to take in the land. And there was a conversation with the spies that came into the land. And that she uh, should be, that they should spare her and her house. But uh, there was uh, uh, on one condition. 
Oh, and there she was also told, they were also told what the mark or the sign was that she was going to hang from her window. It would be a scarlet thread, which is a picture of the purity of the blood of Jesus. But the spy said to her that if you tell where we have gone, then you destroy or harm the promise. But if you remain faithful to that which you have promised, then you will see that which uh, had been promised. Yeah. And so it is also today. That is a promise that God has given to us. By means of his son, Jesus Christ. And by means of faith, he has given to us that promise. By means of the gospel. And if we remain steadfast in his mighty hand, then he will not let us go. Asaph says in a psalm, you have taken me in your right hand, and you will lead me in your counsel, and there you will take me up into your glory. Yes, these are great things that God has promised. And uh, the uh, city was taken. And Rahab and her family were spared. And listen, you who spared Rahab. Listen, you living God. Uh, that that sign which she hung out of her window that all of us would possess that in our hearts. And then the children of Israel did not make a mistake when they saw that. And also when it comes from heaven. And, and this we heard already in the beginning of our text concerning the mark of the blood on the doors. There the destroyer was not able to enter. And with this comfort, you also will go to your homes this evening. You who believe that the door of your heart has been marked with the blood of the Lamb. It means that you believe that God has done that, believe in that which God has done for you through Jesus Christ. And that our spirit testifies with 
that God's spirit testifies with our spirit that we are the children of God. And that in that assurance we can go to our night of rest. And we know that if we will not again open our natural eyes, we will open them in a new world. It is this that God has promised to his own. Therefore, dear friend, if you have, you have come to hear the word of God, uh, do not uh, leave or forsake this. Don't miss this. Do not be left behind when the children of God are taken. I do not believe that it will be long before these <coughs> heavenly migrating birds, <coughs> which are uh, uh, a picture of the children of God. Uh, when uh, they, by God's grace, have been able to depend upon the wings of grace. And uh, that time comes. And the children of God will rise on the wings of faith. Which God has given to them here in this time. What will be left then here? Uh, there will be darkness and uh, uh, terrible things. Therefore, my dear friends, do not postpone your repentance until tomorrow. But today, when you hear the voice of the Lord, then do not harden your heart. But pray that God will open your heart and to all of us, both small and big. Uh, I do not know if everyone is like I am, but the enemy of the soul troubles me often, and he goes around as a roaring lion and endeavors to devour. But dear friends, this evening, the word of God teaches us that if our faith is small, nevertheless it is of God. And it says also that even if our own heart condemns us, God is greater than our hearts. And it is exactly that we would believe in such a condition as Luther says in such a radical manner in one place. Uh, he recognized or, or thought of himself as the devil. Uh, but he had to to believe that he was a saint.
And you, my dear friend, this evening. Uh, possibly you, together with me, have these poor feelings tonight. Are we able to believe that our sins are forgiven this evening? Faith, as we said, is the victory that is going to overcome the world. Uh, there is not found any poor faith, but possibly some little faith. And you who know yourself to be the weakest, and uh, we go all the way to the children, it seems from childhood it seems that you have been so disobedient it has not gone as I had hoped but from the inner person I have the desire to be obedient toward the parents and listen father of the family possibly you feel that you are not such a good preacher at home. And you, mother, who also uh, strive to take care of many children and feel that you fall so short. And you who are alone, who have your trials, that you would also be able to believe that salvation reaches to or is sufficient for such a poor sinner. And listen, and listen my older friend who, who wait for this heaven. We were to visit an elderly lady today. And she said, that which she now possesses is a longing in her heart that the heavenly bridegroom, the Lord Jesus, should come and take her away from this land of tribulation. Therefore, you poor children of God I will dare uh, to do as Luther said that one should not uh, leave the pulpit without proclaiming the forgiveness of sins because Luther says where the forgiveness of sins is there is also life and salvation and there where there is not the forgiveness of sins then we understand that in that place it is the opposite and therefore as the all the, the poorest watchmen on the walls of Zion we will conclude this evening and say we shall believe all of this this slowness or these sins forgiven in that which God has done for us in Jesus Christ. In his name and in his blood and eternal forgiveness of sins. And I want, and I dare even to go as far as the elders went 
to peace, till frihet, to freedom, och till glädje, and to joy. Amen. Amen. Shall we turn to the Lord in a moment of prayer and ask him for his benediction? Gracious God, our loving Heavenly Father, thou hast crowned this day with goodness. Thou hast blessed us in so many ways in the fellowship that we have been able to share one with another, in the hearing of thy holy word, in the encouragement to lift up our eyes and to await the coming of our blessed Redeemer, in the comfort of the gospel that enables us to believe that though our sins are red as scarlet, they become white as snow. Though they be even as crimson, they shall be made white as wool. Grant unto us that blessing that we will remember tonight the invitation of the prophet when he said, come and let us reason together. And as we are here in a dry and a thirsty land where there is no water, allow us to hear again the invitation of that same prophet who says, O every one that thirsteth, come ye to the waters, and he that has no money, let him come and buy wine and milk without money and without price. Help us that we would not spend our money for that which is not bread, and our labor for that which does not satisfy, but that we would hearken diligently unto thee, so that our souls could delight themselves in fatness. Grant unto us these blessings, we pray in the name of Jesus. And also this evening, we would ask that your blessing would be with Mrs. Patterson, that you would give her a good night of rest and that her health would be restored, that together she may be here in the fellowship of thy children. And Father, you know that my heart has been at home in our congregation in Seattle this day when our dear sister, who has been widowed since we left home, came to the church to attend the funeral for her husband. We ask, Father, that thy blessing would be upon her, for we know that you are the strength of the widow and the father of the fatherless. All of these things we ask in the precious name of Jesus. And now do thou humble our hearts before thee and give us thy benediction. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our services will continue tomorrow afternoon at 2 o'clock, and then an evening service following at 7 o'clock. Our services will conclude with all day services on Sunday with services at 10.30 in the morning, 2 in the afternoon, and 6 in the evening. Work assignments, our group one will have coffee tomorrow night, 
Four will serve dinner Sunday, five will serve supper and group. Two will serve coffee. In closing tonight, we'll sing song 83, and during the singing of this song, we'll carry a free will offering for the benefit of the church. <laughs> 